So my uh, 12-year-old asked me, how come you can drink a drink, but you can't food a food? Wisdom from the mouth of babes. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with a man who doesn't get struck by lightning anymore. Because lightning knows Ramon strikes back. Nice. I'm Ramon. Yes, indeed. Indeed you are. Thought I'd have a good one on your comeback. Today we wrap up the series called Crucify Him with a wrap-up. Because that's what this is. It's yeah, a wrap-up. It's a wrap-up episode, that's right. Yeah. Our scripture today comes from... Luke, chapter 23, verse 21. But they continued their shouting, Crucify him. Crucify him. Mm. As you know, we haven't been saying delicious for that because it's definitely not delicious. Another thing that's not delicious is what we've been talking about this whole series, which is the culture. And so let's get this podcast on the road. So we talked about culture. That's what we've been talking about this whole mm-hmm. this whole series, right? First episode was called called Pop Culture, and then episode three. I know that's that's Rocky right there whining. As of now, he's six months. It's my dog. It's just my baby dog. So yeah. We talked about this state of the union culture-wise. We've talked about cancel culture. We've talked about acceptance of the culture and how our silence is indeed that acceptance of the nasty culture that we have been given. But remember, we have been placed here for a reason. We got my take on culture. We got Javier's take on culture. Kind of, kind of curious about. But your thoughts, Ramon, about this uh, this culture in which we live in, given that you're in a, an interesting position that people want to cancel you. People want to close down your place of work. What's my take on the culture? Yeah. It doesn't have to be on, you know, like defund the police or whatever. But it's not, not about that. I feel like the lack of father figures is a, a poison in itself. For sure. Because it, it, it leaves room for the poison that that the world has to offer uh where self-reliance for sure but morals more more than anything just go down the drain and i like the way that you guys talked about it too where we we make our our own like good not make our own goodness but we we decide what's good and what's not like it's a buffet you know Mm. like jesus christ didn't come down here to show us what what good is what sacrifice is what real love is and acceptance is seen as a as a virtue and it, it, I mean yeah it's, it's not not a virtue but accepting everything for the sake of protecting people's feelings instead of protecting the sacrifice that, that God made for us that 
the whole crucify him uh not the whole crucify him, but yeah you know what yeah what would crucify him like that the sacrifice that that was mm. yeah and it was uh it was kind of interesting what javier was saying you know about about cancel culture on episode two it was that that that's that's like the ultimate canceling of someone you know like the de-lifing them if you may yeah you know completely canceling their lives and that if we have if our culture had the ability to do that i feel like they totally would you know because you hear people talk and sounding off and having that digital courage that they do that keyboard courage that people get you know and and it's just a lot of idiocy and doing things that they're not talking about things that they're not willing to do you know and it's and it's so sad to see that a lot of people are not willing to do what it takes to stop all that nonsense you know and it all starts in, in people's houses and i noticed that uh that you know the people that that are the most vocal are typically the more dependent ones mm-hmm. not to say that's everyone but a lot of the times it's like it's people living in their mom's basement yeah you know it's a generalization that some people may think is unfair but like uh, honestly like just just prove it wrong you know, you'll find that it's very few and far between the people who are very self-reliant, who are actually working for what they have, that that are basically doing all the whining in the culture. It's pretty funny because uh, <laughs> I was telling you about how, how I was uh, providing security for, for, not for the protesters, but in a way, yeah, because if something were to happen to them and, uh-huh. you know, they were being assaulted then yeah we would step in and you know protect them but more so for for my for my place of work where we were we were standing there providing security for our place of work so nothing would get out of hand and you would hear like here and there uh, just a bunch of hatred coming our way and (laughs) there was like this chant i can't even remember what it was but something like like we pay your salary or something you public servants and yeah definitely public servants for sure but it's like you really think about it like not really like because most most of those people you know i don't want to make any assumptions but like you said a lot of the people that are the loudest are the ones that are most dependent so i just kind of chuckled with uh one of my partners on my left and i was like I think we pay our own salary because we probably, more than likely, pay more taxes than they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? It's just, mm-hmm. we, I see my check and I'm like, okay, let's go into taxes. Cool. All right. It's a big chunk of money, but it is what it is, you know. Taxes are taxes. Yeah, unless you're a 1% or you get money back. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the 1%, you know, since they provide the the jobs. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't. I don't have that... All those tax breaks that they do because I don't I don't provide employment for a lot of people um, I don't know man I, I, I choose not to listen to a lot of a lot of stuff like I keep myself in, informed enough but I don't dwell on it I don't dwell on the negativity like oh well this person said about that person or or you guys are you guys are wrong I'm not one to accuse anybody of anything. I treat every person according to, you know, like what Martin Luther King said, uh, according to their character. Like, if you disagree with me, cool. But have some points to back up why you disagree with me. I'm not saying I'm right. If I'm right, I'll 
definitely recognize it and I'm like okay cool I'm wrong but when it comes time to like people trying to tell me what what Christ is like and yeah I don't know exactly what Christ is like but I get an idea I know what mercy is I know what sacrifice is you know here and there <laughs> I've, I've sacrificed certain things mm-hmm. I know what prudence is <clears throat> and nobody nobody has given a better example of that than our Lord when Pontius Pilate was saying when he was asking him well are you the, the Messiah are you this are you that like, well you said so and I like that that line I, I'm gonna call it line but that verse or that reply rather that Jesus gave him because no matter what he knew that Pontius Pilate was gonna punk out because he knew that that Pontius Pilate recognized that he had done nothing wrong yeah and it was just people that didn't like what he had to say and he said well you basically it is what it is dude you're gonna do you know you're gonna do you you're gonna save your own skin and that's fine because I will serve my lord I know is that too like broad of a of an explanation because I feel like I'm kind of going around it, but you not know, a, a little bit. But when you're when you're speaking, like I mean, you can speak in general terms, and we're all thinking the same thing. You know, we're all thinking like, yeah, we're thinking about the specific examples that we personally see in social media. And I know people that are listening are going to think about their own examples because they see on their timeline. Sometimes I'm dumb enough to click on stories and just let them play, and then I actually see what the people that I know and people that I've act, that I actually like, you know, that what they're posting. And I'm like, that's, that's utter bullcrap. Like that is that is not right. And I've engaged enough, I've engaged enough in uh, in conversations to know that that talking to people is not really going to change any hearts. You know, because you can not always, that, yeah, nah, not always. There, there's very few people, and they're very far between, that will actually listen to you. What I find most times is that when they're not willing to engage with you, and we talked about this in the series, they'll just resort to insults. Because they don't have anything. They don't have to contend with you if they just start insulting you and uh, and invoking their own moral superiority because this or because that. You know, you name whatever reason they, they reply to you with, you know, for, for sticking with their position and not really listening to you. Whether it's a misguided sense of love and mercy or, or just personal sin that makes them turn the gospel into something that it's not. You know, and that's one of the things that I notice is happening in Catholic schools, and we've talked about this in the past, but but they're they're going south, and like we were talking about pre-recording, it's a it's a reflection of the community that supports them. If the people paying tuition are not standing for certain heresy or whatever, they're not going to support it. You know, and the same thing goes with other stances, you know, with politics, with whatever it is, you know, you name whatever's wrong with the culture. Why is it that they're airing uh, Cardi B and whatever the stallion is, um, crotch uh, bumping each other in a performance? Like, why is it that 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 stuff is on TV? It's because we allow it. It's because we're tuning in. I had no idea that that happened. If it wasn't for someone pointing it out, I wouldn't have known it existed because I don't patronize them because I don't turn on the TV to watch those shows. I didn't know about Lil Nas X's video until someone sent it to me and I was disgusted and I can't get that time back and I can't unsee that now. You know, and that's and that's out there. And people 
people don't want to see that. And it's really, it's really funny how so many people come out to their defense. People that would otherwise be virtuous are like trying to understand why someone would do something like that and trying to be like supportive of them. And, and I can't understand why they're doing that, given that they believe in God, given that they believe in the family values that we should have. You know, yeah, I'm not going to be able to protect my children from everything, but I can not tune into that. You know, and that's, and that's one of the things that we have on our side is that we can ignore that. We can shut them off. We can send an email. And if it's only me doing that, it's only you doing that, it's not going to be enough. You know, we have to be loud enough that they, that they know that, that this is not going to result in, in you buying whatever they're selling. But I think Lil Nas X sold all the shoes that he had, that he had to sell for a ridiculous quantity of money. Yeah. So you don't need to feel bad for him, okay? Like, you really don't. We all have negative experiences in the faith as well. You know, with the faithful who are just other sinners who need Jesus and Jesus badly enough that they're willing to go to church to try to find him. And it's so funny that I still, in this day, see so many people saying, a relationship with God does this, but religion does that. Basically, like, a relationship with God is acceptance. A, re a religion is condemnation. And that is just bullcrap for I am my own God. Because the people who say God wouldn't do this, God wouldn't do that, have made themselves God and said, this is what God does. God, you're going to do this because you can't do that. Why? Because I don't like it. That's it, basically, because I don't like it because I don't want to change the way I live. I don't want to conform my will to yours. And that's the culture that we're living in. The culture that has made me and you God. Instead of being humble enough to say, let him be the greater one and let me be the one who submits to his love, to his mercy. Repeat that last thing you said. Mercy. Let him be the one. Let him be the greater one and let me be the one who submits to his love, to his mercy. Taking what... Um, Oh gosh, I think St. John Bosco used to do. Yeah. He used to write a big W and a little W. And basically if I make my if I conform my will to his, then everything will be alright. If I conform his will to mine, things will go down the drain. Yeah. You know, and let let him be God and let me be it's the one that submits to him. The one that submits to him. Perfect. Um I don't know how to even begin this, but the area where I work is we house a lot of murderers and the LGBTQI stuff uh, population, not stuff, if you can please remove that. Oh, you know what? Don't. But I didn't mean it in, in that the, the way. The alphabet people. Yeah. I'm not trying to be politically correct or incorrect. I'm not, this is not humorous. I just, it's so confusing. Whatever. Point being, it also houses, um, rapists and child molesters and this guy uh he had been complaining about something with his uh he was pretty swollen like half of his face but it was a uh, some sort of infection with this with dental um and long story short i i already knew what he did because i always look everybody up to see what type of uh what type of crimes that person has committed so you know it's important. It it 
it's really important because if this guy uh, is a known person to conceal weapons and attack staff, then you know you have to take you have to be more on your toes. So I looked him up, and this guy had uh, a, a bunch of crimes with uh, against his own family. Um, he was in there for domestic violence, sexual battery, sexual assault. Uh, the difference between battery and assault is assault you can cause great bodily injury. Battery is you're just hitting somebody. Um, so he had sexual battery and sexual assault. Uh, and he had two charges um, of pedophilia. One of them was a child under 14. One of them was a child under 10 years old. And I'm not the poster boy of Catholicism, but when you said, let Christ be and me conform to his will. You want to talk about tolerance? Again, I'm not the poster boy of Catholicism, but I, I made sure he was well taken care of. And I treated him like a human being when I took him down to medical, when I escorted him so he wouldn't get jumped. Because those people are in protective custody for a reason. They will get killed if they roam around and another inmate sees him. So, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but you know, don't, don't tell me that, that I'm not tolerant, that I don't care about people. Because even though he sexually molested a, a child under 10 years old, that's still my brother in Christ. So, the distorted vision of tolerance that our culture has, things to God's will, I'm, I, I want to, I dare say I'm above that. I'm above just plain tolerance. You know, when people say, close down this facility or that facility, like, dude, Satan is real. Like, the type of people that, that we house there, the type of people that I deal with, some of the stuff that they do, man, like, how can you be tolerant to these people? People that kidnap babies, torture them, rape them, and then kill them. I don't know, man. Like, I, I think tolerance is cool, I guess, whatever. But we have to be more than tolerant. And not necessarily, you know, think that everybody can change. But at least, at least be a good reflection of what, what God's will is. Because if it were up to me... Things will go down a little different, and thank God I'm not in charge. Thank God I'm not in charge. Because I'm a flawed man, I'm a sinner, and it's not up to me to be tolerant, but to be professional and be a good reflection of God's will. So it's, it's still work in progress. Needless to say, uh, you know, just because of our conversations, you know that I'm not the, not the kind of person that's fit for that type of work because I'm not, I'm not that professional when it comes to that stuff. And there's a reason why we're all in, a, in the position that we're in. But I guess my approach would have been more like, let the dead bury the dead. You know, and that has more than one possible meaning, but, but that's the reason why I'm not in certain, in certain positions. You know, that's the reason why I ended up doing what I'm doing. You know, because I love what I'm doing and, and that's just it. You know, I'm just, I'm in a, I'm in a different position and hopefully, hopefully I'm making a difference, you know, like hopefully all these, uh, all these other 
co-workers of mine are doing what what they should be doing because education has a horrible horrible reputation with America right now and whenever you hear something about our educational system like it's always someone belittling it always someone talking smack about it like all right I'm not gonna be one of those I'm gonna be one of the people that's trying to elevate the profession and I said this in, in the series before but you know what it's it is what it is I'm gonna try to elevate the profession and people will talk smack and it doesn't matter we're, we're in a dark culture we are and I think to uh, to hide from it or, or downplay it is is a dumb thing to do and that's why as men we need to realize what kind of culture we're living in and like I said in the in the last episode to do something about it to protect our family from it and to say something and to do something whether it's cutting off whatever membership subscription we have to something that's that's constantly fighting against our morality against our God and against our values you know it's one of the reasons why I'm gonna get a credential in teaching something else you know in teaching the social sciences because we have enough people belittling the church in the educational system in the public educational system that maybe it would be a good idea to, to have someone teaching it in there with the knowledge with the full knowledge of what the church actually has done and what others have done to the church that has led to the separation of church and state why the Spaniards have such a bad reputation it's because they were Catholic you know why why certain things are the way they are and I have no idea why they don't credit the church with the educational with the hospital system with all the good things and advances in this in the sciences you know how many people do you talk to that don't know that the Big Bang Theory was the result of a Catholic priest studying and becoming friends with Einstein, by the way. That's one of the reasons why it gained so much traction. And I mean, I'm, I can get started on that and go off on a rant, but I noticed that we're already going kind of long. Um, it's just a good conversation. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I like the wrap-up episodes. We can, yeah. we can go for a while. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to hold people here too long. Um, just just some closing thoughts on on the culture and then I'll, I'll I'll leave it I'll leave it up to the heart of the podcast to close it off but just my my closing thought is basically the same as before is that this is the way it is because we allow it just like I said about the Catholic schools how they become a reflection of the community that supports them our culture is a reflection of the community that supports it you know the system might be the system I hate saying it like this now just because of the way people talk about quote-unquote the system you know but the people putting the popular stuff out there are few with a lot of resources but the people that are consuming it are many and that's you and me and we can choose to either support that stuff or unsubscribe otherwise we're gonna have an inbox with 3,000 emails figuratively speaking also in our lives with useless stuff that yeah we may not be looking at it but it's in our inbox, it's in our realm, it's in our homes, it's in our culture, and it's up to us to kick it out, to unsubscribe. Like we said in the, at the beginning of the podcast, um, well, when you asked me, so I'm going to say me, but like I said in the beginning of the podcast, uh, you know, the problem with culture is the fact that, you know, men are not being men. We lead the family unit, and... I follow Ryan Mickler from The Order of Man, and he posts a lot of good stuff about being a dad. Yeah. And he posted something really cool the other day. Um, it was a quote by David Gilmore. I don't know who David Gilmore is, because the only David Gilmore I know is the guy from Pink Floyd. 
so I don't know if it was him. <laughs> but he posted that the real man gains renown by standing between his family and destruction, absorbing the blows of fate with equanimity. I had to look up equanimity. Equanimity means calmness. And I feel like it's worth repeating the quote. The real man gains renown by standing between his family and destruction, absorbing the blows of fate with calmness. It's just, we're starting the, the, the season of Easter. And I'm repeating myself over and over again. What better example of that than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Absorbing the blows so that we can have a better tomorrow, so that we, that, and beyond, so that we can have eternal life. So pray for us. And we'll pray for you. Ferrum, ferru, aquitur. with the stairs. Why do they look different? Oh, I'm trying to prove that Peter's the one cussing in the house, so I waxed the staircase for him to fall down. Hey, Lois, have you seen my Spider-Man socks? I can't see this. Ouch! Oh, heavens! Oh, goodness gracious! That smarts! Oh, my! He dead! Well, I'll be! Yikes! Peter, when did you become so polite? Oh, I've been hanging out with Caillou's beta dad. In fact, I'm meeting him at the park to eat unsalted saltines on the swings. I feel like you're wearing what Rachel Maddow would wear to a pumpkin patch. And so that is what people call virtue right now in these times. I know, I know the podcast episode is done. The dog is barking. And it seems like a less than optimal time to be recording this. But it's just so important. And I feel like I miss talking about that. You know, the whole idea of being a beta dad, having having those weak characteristics and i don't mean cussing is a virtue that's not that's not the point that i'm getting at and i think people listening know that but being being what what that guy is you know the the way they paint him um and i don't watch family guy anymore but based on the content of what i just uh saw in the episode where the clip was taken from that's that's virtue nowadays you know, to be something other than the full version of yourself. You know, the full masculine version of yourself is seen as virtuous nowadays. I can't remember exactly how you worded it. Um, this is why I can't be trusted, man. <laughs> can't be trusted to remember what I just said. But just, just how funny it is that that what Peter Griffin became. You know, that's the idea of uh, of masculine perfection. You know, that who you who you are as a man should be a feminized version of yourself and that's the that's what the culture has embraced so you're either the this toxic human being who only brings violence to the table or you are this effeminate person who your children are gonna love because you're not threatening 
which reminds me of um, when when I first when I was first getting hired, uh, we had a, a captain's interview, and it was a group of us, and we all just shared a little bit a little bit of something about ourselves and why we wanted to get hired. And it, it was this this guy. Uh, he he made a really strong impact on me, cause and it's not even about what he said though. That was very like on point with him being a good father a good husband and and he he definitely expressed that not just with his words but with his attitude with his demeanor because i can describe him as a very gentle person but i mean that in the best way possible because he's definitely not a pushover but he was just so kind and if it came down to it like he would fight with his life to protect his family yet i would describe him as a very kind person i like that you remind me of uh optimus prime yeah there you go you see like optimus that is prime you know it's not that he was a weakling it's that he was a force to be reckoned with yeah but he was under control yeah kind and gentle and under control so be strong enough to be gentle and don't be a beta dad <laughs>